Um, life does find a way, Andy. <laughs> he does. Um, that does. was Jeff Goldblum, by mm-hmm. the way. He's going to be in the new one, too, I understand. It's profound. Some of the Goldblumage. Have you? How long has it been since you watched The Fly? A long time. I didn't like The Fly. I uh, hate that. Really? Mm, I hate transformations <sighs> of people into weird oh, things. Oh, that's great. That's a good one. It holds up. It really does hold up. There's a lot of movies from like back in the day that don't. And it holds up. It does. There's a lot of goo in that movie, though. Yeah, that's there's what I don't like. About all it. over that Gross. movie. It's a very moist movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, Andy Lewin, you're back. I'm back. Thank a you. A long hiatus. It has been. Um, did Phil say something to you to make you mad? No. I mean, it was a look. It was, a, was look. a look. <laughs> One look. Yeah, he was it, it, created this long anything. of a drought. Yeah. <laughs> it was, I mean, it, it, I'm sensitive to these things. You know, it, a it was bobo? a very Wait, condescending. Did bobo? It was like... <laughs> Was it you know? a, a Bobo comment or was it a Super Babies? Which one was it? It was after it was after uh, the Double Dragon movie, and he and he was like, "Oh, thanks, yeah, like thanks real, for all your help on that, you know, like real, real yeah. sarcastic." Yeah. Oh, gee, thanks. Yeah, and I was like, "I will not come back well, here for another year." He's a big uh, Mortal Kombat guy, so right. anything video game mm-hmm. related, you know, I understand. He is a resident video game movie person. He it, is. It, it ends up being that way. Yeah, where he ends up being that. So mm-hmm. maybe he took offense that you picked a video game. I, he holds you know, grudges if, too. If I spent, yeah, and if if I spent my whole life worrying about that, worrying about what Phil has to say about everything, <laughs> then you would, yeah, then that's mm-hmm. true. If he's yeah, very, I'd have yeah. no, I'd have no time for anything else. No, mm-hmm. I mean that's just no. That's Everyone that knows Phil knows his nature is to right. Yeah, just be it's just really condescending. <laughs> he really is. Just like ah, oh, everybody, rub up against Phil. <laughs> nope, <laughs> you're gonna regret it. Um. Speaking of, well, no, there's no good segue Mm-mm. there. Um, so you and I were in a band one we time. We were. Called Eighth Plague. Yes. Um, we played a lot of shows. Mm-hmm. Had a lot of fun. We did. Um, we got to see a lot of goods and bads. We saw both. We talk both. about goods and bads on this show. We saw both of them. And we saw, we had a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, ironically, and I, I'm not going to, I'm ironically, when we're recording this. Yeah. Um. It today is technically, and I'm not gonna say what day it is, but today mm. is supposed to be my 20 year reunion. Really? I'm not going. Really? I have no desire to go. No, it's not. It is 20 years. 20 years. Then that means that mine is oh, like y- two years away. You guys probably will meet, and you guys will probably have a good time. Uh, so you, so but you, you and I, oh my on gosh. my 10 year reunion, me yeah. and me and Joey, mm-hmm. on our 10 year reunion, we were playing in Dixon, Tennessee. At the Indie Fest in Dixon, Tennessee. I remember, I remember that very that. vividly going. Yeah, that showcase. I'm glad I have something that I can say I'm doing. Right. <laughs> so I don't have to go to this. And mm-hmm. I, anyway. Although it would have been like, you know, oh, I can't come to my reunion <laughs> because I'm actually, uh, I'm actually going uh, into space. Let's and, then, and then whenever you get to the launch pad, it's, it's a refrigerator box. With NASA drawn on the outside in Sharpie. I, and then you get into it and you go, this is not what I expected. I think the but I'm only, still going to tell people for, that I went to space. But for today's purposes, I mm-hmm. guess my excuse is that I'm doing this podcast with you. Right. Yeah. I mean, I didn't tell anyone that. No, like, I just was that's like, fine. no response. That's to fine. The, just, yeah. Reunions, do you Mm-mm. like them? Any idea? I, I, you're a little, but your class, I will say that about your class, had some. We had a nice, you, I mean, uh, yeah, Stephen a lot Price, of nice who's people. been on this sure. podcast. Yep. Is in that class. Mm-hmm. And I like people that I went to school with. Yeah. Like, I have no issue. I had a really, 
I had a great high school experience. I had a I lot of too. fun. Yeah. I did a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. I was always involved with things. And I guess it's not anything I'm I'm good. I'm good. That's what I kind of think. Maybe at 30 years, maybe. Yeah. But, man, that's a long way off for me. Well, that I think pairs, that that pairs now, a lot of people. Way off. You, you, you get a lot less people that way. Uh, but we had just talked about that at lunch. Uh, I, I don't like a stop and chat mm, anyway. It's like rough. if I see somebody coming it's from rough. high school, I'm kind of like, mm, let me let me look really over. Oh, oh, hot topic. Yes. Let me so, go in here. You let me see what's going on. How you doing? Yeah. I'll, you? I, I don't want to do that. Yep. You kids. Y'all. House, yeah. Meet. OK, bye. Working. Right. I would rather just. <laughs> OK. If anybody sees me from my high school, I want you instead of a stop and chat. Let's just do a high five. Let's walk by and we'll high hey, five. We'll top gun high five. Top high five. Uh, top and then on the underside, <laughs> boom, boom, and we're done. That's that's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the important thing is it's what I want. It's not always about you, Phil. No, and that's the thing about Phil is that his is He's should be now too. Have you heard anything about yours? Are you going to have a yeah. reunion? No, I mean, I don't know. I was just looking it up just now, actually. The problem with mine is it's in California. So yeah, like, that's uh, true. I, I don't know. Like, the round trip flight's $600. I, I, I just, I don't know how badly I really want to go to that. So. No. Mine's obviously not as far as that. So how could you take a train? Take a train there? Yeah, it'd probably take a couple I'm, days. Yeah. Take a bus. Take a bus. <laughs> oh, brutal. I'm going to this reunion. No matter what. At any rate, there he is. Yes. There it is. Um, we were in a band. We were. Ten years ago. Maybe not today, but ten mm-hmm. years ago, reunion-wise, mm-hmm. we were still playing in that band. And we played in that band for a few years after that, even. Right. Um, and I just want to talk about a couple songs here. Okay. Um, the first one. Uh, what, let, let, tell me this one. Between Locke. Yeah. And that's the only ones I can get to here. Between Locke and Catalyst, which would you mm-hmm. like to talk about? Uh Locke seemed to be everybody's favorite. Yes, it was. Mm-hmm. It was uh, America's Little Sweetheart. It was. I like to call it. I've never called it that before. Until no, now. Every, everybody seemed to like that one. It seemed to be our most, uh, our most. Uh, it was. It was. What's it? It, 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 it had. It had a nice hook. It's not poppy, like. but it's the closest no, to that. Sure. What? Uh, what? What do you want to tell people about this song? We're gonna play about a maybe maybe a minute of it, folks. We're not gonna be in for the whole trip, but you can get a free download, yeah, I think, and, from Pure Volume still. And you know it's it's been it's been such a long time and and I think that things even the meanings of things change over time and to be honest with you like lyrically I can't even really remember exactly yes. what I wrote it about right and I always liked to be cryptic anyway when I wrote lyrics yeah. back in the day and I always liked yeah. to, you know when people would say what's this song about yes. I would just say oh, it's it's about whatever you think it's about be vague yeah vague because I, I didn't want to talk about I, right. you know I don't want to wax poetic about this stuff especially stuff that I did it's like right. well it's a song right um but I, I, I've always said too, and even now, um, because one of the 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 lines is the perfect day to lock yourself inside, mm-hmm. and I've always said that is like my ideal day is like the low sixties and sunshine, and then that's a perfect day to open your windows and watch TV, and or play video games is because you know <laughs> yeah. it, that that's and ideally you know yeah. I said that and I've told my wife that the best side is inside it's inside mm-hmm. yeah. okay. and so I, I as as an inside kid you know yeah I'm, I'm happy about that and i'm happy about how this i mean the song holds up i just listened to it the other day it's good it is it's good um you know it's a good I, song uh, yeah it is i liked it I, th- I think everybody's everybody did uh did great on it i like um 
just the way the guitars ended yes. up, you know, and the drum sounds honestly of that recording, yeah, I thought best. came through the best out of anything because they were the most, uh, they were the most polished sounding. They were and lovingly mic'd. As opposed to... As opposed to the other ones where well, it was like, we'll and, give you one microphone in the room. Isn't that weird? So you just... Yeah. This was the actual recording. That we yeah, this was an actual money, legit recording studio. Mm-hmm. The, um... The, um... This was recorded in Eudora, Kansas. Mm-hmm. Black Lodge Studio. Right. Um, Motion City Soundtrack recorded... Um, commit This to Memory. I also uh, recorded... What was the one before that? Um, make yourself. Um, there's a... The Get Up Kids recorded there. Mm-hmm. Kurt Cobain recorded there. Um, I, I, I should have prepped for this, but there's a lot of people that recorded at this place. Who was that guy? The the one, he was that counterculture kind of author guy, that old guy, uh, wore a hat. Um, he, wore, he wore a suit. Um, I can't think of his name right now. Elvis he wrote... Stella? No, he, he, wasn't, he wasn't a musician. He was, a, he was an author. Um, He's like a beat Ah. No, he, I mean, not, I feel terrible now for bringing it up. It's all good, man. Ah, oh, well. I'm trying to find it on here I can't anyway think of now. his name. I was making for good audio that I didn't prep for. Uh, Burroughs, William Burroughs. Did he record that? He recorded some sort of like a weird, I want to say it was like an avant-garde recording of him reading his own poetry or spoken word stuff That's over cool. some music and he recorded there because they had his picture, you know, in there. They had a lot of random pictures. Let me see if their yeah. website's still up and going. I, did, I thought they were closed. I thought they it's shut down. It's in Japanese now, so apparently oh, this that's definitely else not good. That that website. Okay. Anyway, there were a lot of there were a lot of cool people that recorded there that mm-hmm. I'm not giving justice to now. Sorry, guys, for not being better at the job I'm trying to pull off. Um, crap. There are some. Really what do you think? What, what What do you think about Lock Jack? Tell me. What um, you favorite drum part I think I've ever done that yeah. I've ever created on a song, mm-hmm. um, because of just the syncopation of it, and kind of the the beat. Yeah. Um, and kind of what it is. Mm-hmm. I kind of ripped it off of um, like a, like some things I do um, on. Um, <laughs> you're gonna hate this when I say this, but it's like kind of ripped off of a. Um, a little bit of a better than Ezra song. Okay. Uh, Live again is the name of the song. Mm. But he does more hi hat stuff on it, and then like open hi hat, close hi hat stuff. Mm-hmm. Like this is more, um, oh, um, more snare work. Right. I like snare stuff. I, I do too. And and I always wish it I was could after. Be. Go ahead. Well, I was saying it was <clears throat> after we played that show with uh, Grasshopper Takeover. Oh yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You yeah, yeah. like it really became paramount for you to tune your snare. And I remember you spending doing more of it. I mean, it you, was like you it spent went from like hours and it went, hours. It went from like like this flat just kind a, of hitting yeah. the top of a mushroom from right. Yeah, Ace and Ventura it, too when you're... he plays the Tom solo on the tree. <laughs> right. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Dark Continent. <laughs> But yeah, I, I I can remember like I can remember loading in, and after we loaded in your drums, and you would start putting them all together, and you would just sit Is there, you just sit there tapping it Is with important? your drum key, and then you would go, yep, and tighten all it's the tighten the head, and you would yeah. tap 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 tap, and it really did. I mean, it made a big difference. Oh, it made, and then recording it made a big difference yeah. because what I used to do it was, was so consistent. That's what the I, thing. What, what I did on the recording when we recorded at Nottingham Studio, which was right. uh, what Smith. Gary yeah, Smith, Smith uh-huh. who was in, he was in the, the Ozark, Ozark Mountain Daredevils, Daredevils mm-hmm. which is pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Um, 
One Took Over the Line, Sweet Jesus. Right. That, if you didn't know yeah. any mm-hmm. of their songs, that's one of them. Yep. One Took Over the Line, Sweet Jesus. And also, if, if you want to get to heaven, you, you got a real little hero. <laughs> that's true. It is. I mean, that's that's pretty big, right, Phil? Yeah. Big deal. I couldn't list off Black Lodge people, but I sure can no. list off Gary, what Gary Smith's <laughs> done. Um, but in that recording, I tightened the living crap out of my snare mm-hmm. and because I really wanted to rip off 311's drummer's sound because right. I really like 311 and yep. their sound. Um, but it was so tight sounding that it sounds like you're hitting like the top of like a Folgers can, like a metal Folgers. Pink, 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 pink. You you had experimented with gag. That, with that piccolo snare for gag a gag would have been so much better. The song gag, yeah, would have been so much better had I just had a regular sounding snare. And I'm talking like the whole song would have sounded better had I had a regular snare on it. Yeah, like it's weird to me now because yeah. I look back, I go, I I, I know it sounds stupid. Mm-hmm. We could re-record it now, by the way. The technology so. we have now oh, here, yeah, in, we could, in, yeah, we could Phil's, record it. Phil's studio here. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Is we can do anything, right, Andy? We but, can't remaster that song to put. But then I gotta go crawling right back to Phil. Well, that's true, but it's worth <laughs> yeah, it. The whole time he's playing, I'm just gonna be glaring. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, Phil's gonna cross his arms, <laughs> nod, <laughs> nod. <laughs> um, I'm Phil. <laughs> okay, so here we go, folks. We're gonna play a little bit of Lock right now, uh, and um, here it is, Lock from Eighth Plague, the band that Andy helped create. Nice, with me. I did. <laughs> I'm just and Joey. 60-40. Ross was in it. Ross, Ross was there. On podcast. And Joseph Gross. Yeah. This was also kind of during uh, Joey's experiments into delay guitar, and he, which, he, I mean, he really did. Yeah. He, I mean, he killed it. Everything sounds so good on this. It's just like all the everything. song was a number one hit in Papua New Guinea. You it was. Mm-hmm. It was the number one hit in Papua New Guinea. Yep. And uh, Trinidad and Tobago, when we toured there, it was like massive. Yeah, they loved it. All 85 people on the island. Right. We just played this song eight times. That was it. Anyway, so Thank there it you. is. Good night. That's Locke. Um, Andy wrote that about... Um, well, you know what? You may have written about Locke from Lost. I may have. Is that why oh, well, we... No, it, no? It, no, it's, it's, <laughs> no, no E. No E on this yeah, line. Oh, yeah, John Locke. Okay. I will say, listening to it again, too, the one of my only issues, too, with the guitar, and Joey did all the guitars. I played guitar later on live. Yeah. Um, but just to what I would have loved to happen is to even record a, another guitar part onto it. Yes. Just like keeping up with the bass line, yes. just to thicken up that bottom end a little bit. Yeah, you know? and I needed it. Yeah, I needed and I mean, and, and you know, I was always pushing for heavier. Right. I was always just like, hey, let's go heavier, heavier, heavier. Right. You know, and probably even to the detriment of a lot of the songs. But well, at times, but but by the yeah. end, we were recording songs that were. Like it's not that's not really poppy, but like it's more mainstream rock. Yeah, I would. Then there's a lot of the other stuff we played. 
I think I, I remember something that you said years ago. Just, you know, it all got filed under rock at some point or another, what we did. But, yeah. you know, it, it, it had influences from different places, you know, yeah. different bands and stuff. So I thought yeah. it was cool. Turbulence was a Turbulence. huge. They were real in, big. In, <laughs> Fuse Breaker 15. Huge. Big shout out. Big shout out to the Fuse Breaker boys. Fuse Breaker, man. Yep. <gasps> Check me out. I still remember that show we played, too. That was great. That was one of the best shows like in, in my memory, at the like powerhouse. Yeah. At the, at the powerhouse in, in West Plains. And oh the God. reason why is because I remember I would always, after I hooked up my, my mic, you know, to the, to the PA, I would always tape it down Yes, and I'm turned around <laughs> and I'm taping it down to the, to the floor. And I, and I always played barefoot and I take off my shoes, put them over by your drum set. And I turn around and there's like 200 people. Yeah. I mean, easily and, and they, we were like, in a room yeah and they weren't there it was not huge they weren't, they weren't there, there for anybody else right because i mean nothing was happening and then when we got yeah. ready to play it seemed like it yeah. was just like they just appeared there yeah. and i turn around and there's people like crushed up right in my face yeah. and people were going nuts people were i mean like people were crowd surfing yeah. people were shoving each other like i think fun. that's yeah i think it was and, and in, in fact i think that that show was why we got a reputation in West Plains for being the, you know, air quotes, rowdy. Well, no one did oh, that. they're rowdy. No one did Their that. Their fans are rowdy. Wasn't us. That, that wasn't our fault. We I didn't, I didn't say to do it. That's off. right. That's right. <laughs> yep. So many crazy memories. I just rock. Was that DVD days? That was. That was, DVD, that was Death Valley that was, Drivers. That was the Death Valley Drivers. Um, Eighth Plague played uh, a lot in Springfield. I mean, yep. that's where we all lived. Yep. So that's where we played a lot. Mm-hmm. But we played with um, Spoken, the main Spoken, and Project 86. Mm-hmm. Uh, one fine night at the Rock was it the Rockwell then or the Blue or the uh, Juke Joint? So it was, it was the Rockwell. It was the Rockwell. It was only the Rockwell for about a sub seven couple of years man. before it closed. What was that hand? I found that I found that handbill. Yeah, this week and took a picture of it and sent yep. it out. Mm-hmm. But it had Project Eighty Six on it, us spoken. Right. Who have you ever heard? Have you ever heard of spoken? I don't know. They hit a lot of. They played it at Newborough Town. They're from. I don't know where they're from. Texas. I, I don't know where, where they're they? from. But they're they big time. They mm-hmm. played the Vans Warp Tour, Project Eighty Six to two. But like all those guys. Anyway, yeah. I want you to tell us a little bit. Um, maybe don't. I mean, I, I don't want to throw shade at people. I don't think is it guys named Andrew from I'm Project Eighty Six. I'm fine with that. Um, Come at me. Okay, Come at me, so, Schwab. So there was a band that opened before us. That was the first band that night, and then we played. Right. Did we play after them? We did because we played right before Golly. Project 86 did. And I was so excited. Like, I mean, I, you know, I wasn't like a super fan, but I liked their music, you know, and, uh, um, well, because they were a national band. Right. Have you ever heard of yeah. them? Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So, right. but at, at the time, the way the Rockwell worked was like a pay-to-play kind of a situation. Oh, you're, okay. If you're, you're gonna, local. If yeah. you're local. Mm-hmm. We're going to book you. You, we're going to give you these tickets. Pretty, you sell them to your friends. In big cities, that's really standard. Is like it? That, That's how it works oh. in big cities. So, yeah. go, go ahead. So, anyway, you know, so then people who were used to seeing our band play for five bucks uh, at the, the Blue Room and, you know, places like that downtown yeah. or at Nathan P's or at, at um, Cully's or wherever. Cully's. <laughs> Cully's. What a, uh, what a used, to, used to seeing us play for five bucks. Now we're like, no, you should come and see this show. It's with a national touring band. And yes, the tickets are $20 yes. now. Um, and so, but we did 
I, I, you know, but we did that with Fighting I, Jack. I, I, we played Fighting you know, Jacks. We did with other bands that we played with. Right. Yeah. And uh, so we we get all these tickets sold a lot, you know. And then the deal was is that you bring them all the money, and then you get X percent of the. I mean, it was like ten percent or something like that, twenty percent maybe. So after all of that, we're going through. We're all excited. Meet these guys. They all seem pretty cool, you know. If a little down, you but, know. But, but I will say this: the coolest thing about playing with national bands for me was always this seeing what they rolled into town in right are they in a van with the trailer mm-hmm. are they in in grasshopper takeover situation it was a van just a van they only, but they were a three-piece when we first played with them right. yeah um and but they were in this old Oconaline van with mm-hmm. all their back end just shoved in the back of it like i mean orderly i say shoved in yeah they, they have a system of how they pack it in it's got road cases enough right. for things yeah anyway how do they show up Project 86 had a bus. They did have a bus. They had a bus, yeah. like, which is like, that's yeah. huge. Like, it that's was. unbelievable. So we were we were all really excited about yeah, it. Yeah, you get pumped. And uh, as as we are, we have, they would, you know, uh, stack everybody's stuff. So, like, the last band would put up their stuff. Then all the yeah. amps would just be in a line. Yeah. So then the first front band line, would play, you pull all your yeah. stuff. Then yeah. the next band would play, pull all their stuff. Uh, just to save time. And... Uh, before that all after everybody got all their stuff up there um i think it was joey uh our guitar player hears andrew schwab the lead singer telling the club owner look uh because he was being a because jerk the, ti- about the, it. the timing one of the earlier bands before us mm-hmm. played a little too long and they mm-hmm. let him play too long right and that's crunched everybody's time so he's so he's telling this club owner you know after we had busted our butts for real selling these tickets trying to we had a lot of people there a ton of people there to see us and uh, and he's like yeah you need to cut this other band down he's like 15 minutes I'm like 15 minutes for an original rock band you're talking you know three songs right I think we even pushed it to like 25 we just played we just played because we just did whatever we We were like we're we're playing our set we sold X amount of tickets yeah we we made that guy money and we we made a lot of money on top of that right and then what the at least that was the one sweet thing was that after we played like eighty percent of the crowd a lot of left, left. Oh, they just all split and then he was kind of standing there dancing around to nobody, which you yeah. know he don't hate he, he don't hate anybody he don't how's that song go oh I don't know. I don't what is it why is which it, one? the project eighty six song go we don't we don't, I don't need, need no. anybody we, I we don't, don't we we don't need no truthless heroes anyway. So I should have, um, and I should have, you know, in retrospect, I should have at least gone up and, you know, said something to him. That would have made a much better story than me. Just going, <laughs> I'll talk about you on a podcast twenty five years later. <laughs> um, twenty five years later, well, twenty um, eighteen years later, I suppose. We have a lot of we have a long, a lot of random stories you can mm-hmm. tell about Texan and the. Oh man, that was another one. There was a, just a lot of yeah. There was a that's another one of those. Uh, NASA refrigerator box moments was going to Kansas supposed to be on this tour <laughs> that we were going to play and there's all these shows lined up there's a show every night and then it's like oh we don't actually have a show for the next week and yeah, a half they, the people I know the people you guys took vacation yeah, right exactly. I know you took vacation and everything and, so we're just going to go to Kansas here. City after tonight and just right. go and and Try we're gonna to get, help somebody to, move. Yeah, try to jump something up. It's like, right? No, we're not. No, we're, we're not, not gonna go do that. And they even expected us at that point because I want to say that if that was the show where they were like, oh, and we're gonna need like twenty percent of your merch sales too. 
things crap and like we that. paid to be on and we paid for that too right. we because yeah. they were like oh we just need five hundred dollars for your uh tour you know accommodations and stuff so we all assumed like okay so sense. maybe yeah a hotel you, room well, or something rooms for us and get us some food right. that's a good yeah that's and, fine. and a place to sleep for yeah for two weeks worth of shows yeah like it was like five it was like yeah. they were they talking about like five shows I, a and week. i guess maybe this is a cautionary tale band people uh, just know that there are hucksters out there there are and shysters mm-hmm. and um <laughs> mm-hmm. It's it's honestly yeah. changed so much though now it's well it's like there's so much of it like you said a band can record something higher quality than what we ever did in their living room for it, yeah you know Absolutely. I mean you can put it out independently you can trigger everything on on Logic now sure. or on Pro Tools or whatever you want to use mm-hmm. and you know Phil can at least he's the wizard. well and there's I mean there's he's bands the that wizard. are just see, it, see that I had no, yeah yeah he can mm-hmm. he can do it there's being smug. he's good man I'm telling yeah. you <laughs> he's smug he is. I'm telling you cougar meat folks my my goal and I'm and I'm gonna I have Andy, I have Andy uh, recorded that my goal for a long time right has been just once you me Joey Ross will mm-hmm. come together here mm-hmm. just on some Saturday we'll right. get Phil here. Mm-hmm. We're gonna record Cougar Meat, that would be and we're gonna release cool. it national release oh, okay. on this podcast. Everyone will go crazy for Cougar Meat. I think they might. Um, can you tell us the story of Cougar Meat? Oh, so we, <laughs> <laughs> folks, so we, who out there, raise your hand right now. I, I can see you in your car yeah. through your uh, through your car. If you have LTE Wi-Fi in mm-hmm. your car, uh, you can use that to uh, see you. Right. I can see you. Yep. And your rever- your reverse camera also is now tilting around, so I can see you. Right. Raise your hand if you've ever eaten cougar meat. Uh, anybody? No. I okay. see that hand. Okay. Thank you, <laughs> Bernice. Thank you. <laughs> Bernice from Omaha. Thank you. <laughs> so we we had practiced uh, at a, a gentleman's house. Uh, you can say his name. He'd love it. Scott. Scott McKay. Big ups yeah. to Scott McKay. There's a shot at some point he listens to this. Yeah. Maybe, All right. Good. Maybe not. Uh, if he does, great. He's uh, big. In, I saw him the other day. He's big into ham radio now. Oh, he is. Yeah. Which that I, makes perfect sense. I think I'm going you know, to see if I can get this podcast still on doing, his ham radio station. Is he still doing? Is he still doing like carvings Dutch and stuff? Or carvings. He, and, he was big into Dutch oven cooking. Big you know into man. wood carving. He's he, a Nez. He's a Nez Pierce Indian. He is. He uh, and actually, I had gotten some uh, wood carving chisels that he sharpened and kind of showed me how to use. I mean, I'm no good at it at all, but wow. it was, yeah, I brought him to practice one time and he sharpened them and he was like, Well, this is you got to just tap this one. I mean, he explained it to me, it was very cool. That's awesome. And uh, so we practiced at his house. He was he lived uh, in an old uh, church, and our practice space was actually the room. Behind the uh, sanctuary, sanctuary, yeah, mm-hmm. behind the Baptist, behind the, yeah, behind the baptistry. Andy would bathe in the baptistry. I would sometimes, mm-hmm. <laughs> not really. It wasn't a working yeah. baptistry, right? No. Uh-uh. So uh, we're we're all practicing in there, and then uh, one day, and Scott would come in and listen, you know, at times, and just talk to us for a while. And and Scott brings in this paper plate with chunks of meat on it and and like toothpicks and he's like here you go i've i've made you guys a snack and we're like oh okay thanks scott uh what is this and he goes you'll have to guess <laughs> and, and so we, we all eat it and, and we throw out all the normal meats that people eat you know then we start throwing out the other meats that not many people were Ostrich. like is this horse yes we're like is this uh what is this squirrel could have been horse and it wasn't yeah goat no, and and then he explained that it was actually cougar meat, uh, and which inspired our song uh, about cougar meat and and a uh, a cougar begging for its life uh, not to be eaten. 
Uh, and uh, so which ended up being a fantastic thing and and uh that was a very fun song to play live i I had a guitar solo i'm a horrible guitar player oh whatever and and usually in this guitar solo it was just most like a a dance solo almost because i would i would play the guitar for a while then i would set it down and kind of spin around and dance for a while and then pick it up yeah and uh when we record it you'll have to actually do something oh i definitely will or whatever yeah sure well i'm gonna play my solo I'm not giving that away to uh, Joey. Sorry. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the story. Uh, oh, and, and to this day, I don't know necessarily if that was cougar meat or not. Uh, I felt like I had the strength of a mountain lion. After yeah, that. I will say I, that. Like, I felt like I was. You really did. I, I looked. I looked like a mountain lion for a couple days too. Mm-hmm. You did. So yep. Anyway, Ross is, Ross is gonna miss taste- that eye. Did it taste it, gamey? Like it taste, here, to me, to me, it tasted like uh, pot roast. It tasted like it did. It tasted like beef but, to me. <laughs> but I, the idea behind it, where would you inspired. go to get? Like, where would you? I well, mean, you had to kill it. Where you, would you? You're yeah, not but, go but find it, that somewhere. I wouldn't think it's legal. Like, I. That's why I want to say too that I read that that was like one of the last confirmed cases of uh, uh, tri trichinosis you know like the little little round worms that used to be in pork oh, yeah, you yeah. know was was from uh tainted cougar meat in in the united states huh. that was now uh, there's a there's a uh cougar meat recipe on on the internet there is lots of it best hmm. recipes for cougar meat just, cougar recipe like in all seriousness like you'd want to just cook the crap you out boil, of it oh, yeah you you'd boil to, the steak for 30 minutes and drain removing brown film from the water ugh. place the meat back on the Back on to broil and drain again after 30 minutes. It must be really watery. I bet that, well, I bet it's gamey. Like, I mean, because I know, like, what is it that you have to, you're supposed to soak, is it deer or something else? Or you have to soak it in, like, milk for a, a, an hour or two? Yeah, yeah. And it's then, a tooth. If you like, lose a tooth, you right. put it in. Oh, you milk. don't put that in milk. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and, uh, like, people that hunt deer will, like, hang them. Like, they'll right. hang them from the ceiling for, like, 24 hours. Right, like, sure. You're supposed to, like, do all these processes to get it going. <sighs> It's too much trouble. It's just too much trouble. People love that song too. They did. They all loved that song. It won't make any sense to anyone now, but I don't care. No, it's like a lot of things. Why do I keep making up shows from NBC? I don't know. (laughs) You should, because Brandon Tartikoff said so. Have you heard any my? (laughs) Have you heard any my shows? No, tell me. No, please. Um, I'm gonna you pick one. Okay. Would you of these four options, Phil? Have them ready. Okay. Uh, these four options. We have a NBC has started to do a lot of promotion for their fall lineup. Mm. NBC's fall lineup every year has great shows on it. It does. Heroes Reborn. Mm. Um, the um, <laughs> do they get greater or they get less great. great. <laughs> um, all their hilarious comedies that they have, like what? Remember when they used to have great comedies like The Office? Yes. Parks and Rec. Now yes. their great Both comedies great. are stand-up comedians that don't. That, that maybe maybe shouldn't have gotten shows, but darn it, NBC is going to help you get a show. They're going to get you one. Um, and they have really been up in their game. Um, would you rather hear of the following four shows? Because we did this a while back, too. And okay. I don't want people to think that that's all I do is okay. promote my my <laughs> NBC and, I, and my relationship. Uh, right. Because yeah. I want them mm-hmm. to. Um, would you rather hear about a um, period piece called um, that's a, that's in the vein of Downton Abbey called Yorkshire Manor? Oh, starring Johnny Depp and, oh. G- and Gary Oldman. Okay. Um, 
Gary Oldman plays a woman. Um, <laughs> That's fantastic. He's a great actor. Oh, he, he, he is. Can pull off he any can play role. anybody. Yeah. Anybody or anything. Um, a military-based show. Um, he works. This guy is a uh, bar, owns a barbershop on a military base called Major Cuts. Uh, he's a ninja at night. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's Phil actually went to a haircut place at Fort Leonard. We did a church camp there once. And yeah. He still has scars on his neck was, from this lady that cut his hair. Uh, yeah, that's a real establishment. And it's really called Major Cuts. Yeah, it's called Major Cuts? Major oh, Cuts is a perfect name. Oh. A forensic scientist who's also a professional golfer named uh-huh. Ar- Arnold Balmer. Okay. Uh, and he <laughs> solves crimes. Okay. Kind of a monk scenario. Okay. Or a full-on action thriller, much like The Blacklist, only um, – with elves and it's uh <laughs> it's a uh, um the main bad guy's a bad guy named xander okay no dagon mm-hmm. and he's a blood elf and the main good guy is a uh a night elf mm. called uh xander and uh, they obviously well obviously during the day they work for the u.s government I'm sure but at course. night they're one's they're a night elf one's a blood elf uh-huh. but he the blood elf is a is a uh I mean, this is typical shows right the Blood Elf is obviously a triple a, du- double agent. Mm. Season two, I guess it would be a triple agent. I okay. guess I gave the ending away yeah. for the North Korean government. I want to hear the uh, the Downton Abbey one. Okay, the- uh, it's everybody's favorite. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you like Downton Abbey, you know, you know what I, I don't. Out I, I the other day, tried and I couldn't. You know do what it. I figured out the other day was that uh, there's a show on PBS slash BBC called Poldark. P O L D A R K. Okay. And. And I think NBC's really trying to tap into that as well in this mm-hmm. um, because there's a family there. But uh, ladies and gentlemen, NBC's classic, soon to be classic, right. Yorkshire Manor. Coming to NBC this fall, <laughs> Yorkshire Manor. Enter 18th century England into Yorkshire Manor. <laughs> if you love Downton Abbey, and you'll be enchanted by Yorkshire Manor, starring Gary Oldman as Esther Yorkshire, the creator of Yorkshire's famous plum pudding and what the Yorkshire fortune was built on. However, Reginald Cragthorpe, famous chocolatier, played by Johnny Depp, will stop at nothing to make Yorkshire's pudding popularity a thing of the past. Ah, Yorkshire pudding is the favorite dessert of all the children for generations from Aberford to Yulton. I'll be goshwoggled if that vile Cragthorpe causes us to be penniless. Well, my chocolate will be the rage of Yorkshire day, master. And there's nothing you can do about it. Coming to NBC this fall, it's Yorkshire Manor. So anyway, that's, I mean, I, I would I, watch I'm it. I'm looking forward to this. I Yeah, I am too. Um, and and I, I appreciate the, uh, you know, just the, the name repetition. Because now well, it, that, you have to get it I, across. Yeah, you have to. I, I like that it's. Yeah, you, you you've mentioned the title of the show many times, and I like that. You, I do repetition. Like that. What's it called uh, in propaganda? It's re, 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 repetition. Sure, they just do that. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. There's glittering generalities. Repetition. There are glittering, where you just 
really pump it up to them. Anyway, there's a whole lineup of shows coming out. That's fantastic. Every year they have excellent, just great shows. Yeah, I I Um, really am looking forward to it. Yeah. So anyway, there it is. Very good. Uh, This week on the podcast proper is uh, a movie I had no idea about until you told me about it. It's a wonderful, (laughs) wonderful, folks. I'm wonderful. I'm going to say this. This has been my favorite movie to watch on this podcast. Wow. And you've seen a bunch. Uh, yeah, lots. You've seen literally, literally. dozens of movies four. in your life. I've actually only watched <laughs> is four. It your favorite, is this your favorite movie you've ever seen of all time? No, but no. my favorite movie I've ever seen. Um, the Rock. No. No, it was actually it was a movie that The Rock was in. It was Tooth oh. Fairy. Oh, okay. Um, Makes sense. It's like I was when I was on Sif Pop the other day and on Aaron Dicer's podcast, and he was talking about... The uh, <laughs> movies that were box office flops that you thought were actually really good, and I rattled off Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. Oh, yeah. Not Secret of the Ooze, like the new one. Oh. Yeah. Oh. That's what they were responsible to. Yeah. And I was, oh, I, I, was thought, kinda, I was thinking Secret I was just, of the Ooze, which I was, was just a kinda, great one. I was just kind of joking when I said yeah. that. Uh, anyway. Yes, this um, movie, Jack. Okay. Originally called Killbots. Right. But they... Send it out. It was called Killbots. Not the best response. Mm-hmm. But then they re-released it as Chopping Mall. <laughs> Wonderful. It is. Bobby Flay is wonderful. not involved here. No, he's not. Gordon Ramsay is not no. around during this. No. But there this is are, not Chopped. No, this is Robots mm-hmm. Protecting the Mall. Right. Coming to the, the, the Simon Mall near you, mm-hmm. it's uh, these robots, whatever they're called. Killbots. I don't know if they actually they had a name. Kill, they, don't, they didn't they call, keep, well, they couldn't call at them At some point, they called them. Well, no, I guess they couldn't. So, mall security, blah, 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 uh, one, yeah. 2000. Securitron. There's always a number involved. What year was it supposed to be? Uh, I think it's just supposed to be current when it was made. It was, it why was did it uh, say, 86. Why did it say the Park Plaza Mall 2000 underneath of it? That I don't Do know. Do you see that? Remember seeing that? No. O- on his little on his little graph thing, he showed the oh, mall. Yeah. He showed the thing of it. Right. And it said Park Plaza Mall <sighs> 2000. I don't. There's and so you much go, stuff. You just go, was that meant Was that meant to tell you it was in the future? I, I don't Is see it just, how it could. They had Because they had current stores. Like there's a licorice pizza store at one point. Which was the record store. Um, there's, uh, you know, like a Kodak film developing place and some other places in the mall uh you know the uh, older stores that aren't around anymore i I wish you had the theme song but we'll talk about that on the podcast it's gonna be phenomenal phil can you roll that preview they broke into the mall for the wildest they didn't no they didn't they were already there oh yeah dead meat dick miller but you're never alone in the jumping mall. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> Robot blood. Robot blood. So they never call them killbots? I don't think they ever say. I, I, I don't even know if they actually no. say robots. Yeah, folks, just watch this preview Chopping online. Mall. Type in Chopping Mall We're Preview. Shopping. Cost you an arm and a leg. Oh! <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, yeah, oh, right. Yeah, yeah, right. What were they all about? I, we'll we'll talk about them because I don't know why they were there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, there, there wasn't a lot of lyrics in that <laughs> trailer, so yeah, you'll have to go back actually watch the visual of it. So. Right, folks, yeah. you, you have to understand too the the, the visual is, it says a lot. It's a lot of the main money shots of the of the of the movie because it's got a lot of explosions. You can understand what happened in the movie just by watching the trailer. I mean, you'll you'll want to watch the whole movie. It's, I mean, it's I I want to say it's not even seventy minutes long. The it's whole short. thing. It's I, say, I it's like sixty six minutes long. And they're counting like, the trailer or counting like, the uh, I found a fan made trailer like yeah. it had you know it was made like five years ago type mm-hmm. of thing, and it's like two and a half minutes long. I was like, we can't do that one because it's like a third of the movie. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> pretty close. Well, and it, uh, if you want to watch this movie, folks, it is on YouTube. Right. Like I looked, I watched the whole thing on YouTube. Mm-hmm. So. You can stream it on Amazon. That's how I got it. That's true. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, chopping, well, chopping. Shopping though. It costs you an arm and a leg. Where shopping costs you an arm. That's <laughs> right. a pretty good tagline. It is. I do like that. It is. If they would have, if they would have sent it out, if they would have released it initially as Chopping Mall with that tagline, boy, can you, you imagine know, how different our lives would be? I can't. It would have been massive. I don't want to. Instead, it was released as Killbots. Right. I'm Killbots. Sorry, not Killroy, but Killbots. Right. All right, Andy. Yes. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having Hang me. Hang out. Uh, Thank we'll you. be back on Friday. Yes. Um, you can, if you want something to do, you might go over to. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna lay down right here. Oh, okay. I'm okay. just gonna. I'm, I'm gonna. I've, I've got a little nest that I've made of shredded news. Shredded newspaper. <laughs> I in found my, this. That's right. I found a, this insulation back there. Yeah, it's just. It's, it's itchy it, but warm. Well, it is, and it's it's mostly it's insulation at the bottom level, and then some shredded newspaper and oh, my saliva so good. to kind of bind it all together. <laughs> And I'm just going to make myself a little Bird cocoon, family. and I'll yeah, and I'll see you on Friday. All right. Well, we'll be here. Um, we'll be back. Thanks, Andy. Thanks, Jack. All right. Thanks, later. Phil. Later, dudes. <laughs> Cowbunga. The Horrible Movie Podcast is powered by RevolverPodcast.com and Orange Tie Web Design Marketing and Branding. The Horrible Movie Podcast can be heard on great stations like 105.5 KFGM in Missoula, Montana, from Missouri to Missoula. 88.1 KZGM, South Central Missouri's public radio station, and weekly contributions on KPOV 88.9 High Desert Community Radio. Listen to us on iTunes, thehorrormovepodcast.com, revolverpodcast.com, and anywhere podcasts are found.